just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. Friday at 6 o'clock. It's time for Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio, the happiest of happy hours with comedians and fun times doing comedy just for you guys. Very excited to be here on this particular Friday from 6 to 8. Also coming up at 8 to 10, we have the Newbies show on Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse, so stick around for that. It's going to be fun. Well, Hey, we're here. Uh, the comedians are here too, some of them. Uh, our first one actually he hasn't signed up yet, so that's okay. That's gonna. We're just gonna hold on for a second with that. Uh, enjoy Mental Ninety Nine, the uh, the interesting instrumental music of local band Mental Ninety Nine. We'll be right back with comedy and two shakes of a lamb's tail here on Mutiny Radio. Your first comedian of the night is here and ready to go up. Actually, he's not ready. He has no idea what's happening. But he is your first comedian of the night. Clap your hands in a slappy-like motion for David Klein!
There's so many mics up here. Oh, man. This is like the Neil Brennan special. It's the exact same thing. One mic, five mics. Any uh, Warriors fans here? That's right. All right. Here's, uh, here's my impression of Mark Jackson as a Bay Area realtor. Mama, there goes that mansion. That, that joke's not going to work anywhere even here, but I, I thought, I thought uh, you know, yelling at puns is a good way to start a set. Um, so my mom's been spending some more time with me. She's getting older, and it's tough, but there's a silver lining. My roof, my rules. That's right. I'm like, oh, mom, you want to, uh, you want to leave the breakfast table? Bitch, you better finish that bong rip. The entire bowl. All of it. All of it. Mom, these breakfast burritos are not going to eat themselves. Come on, put, put more hot sauce on it. Come on, lots of hot sauce. This house, no one has diarrhea alone. We do it together like a family. God damn it, Mom. What is wrong with you? Didn't anyone teach you anything? So I, I, told, my mom, I told my mom that joke, and her response was, what's a bong rip? <laughs> And then uh, she followed that up with like the ultimate Jewish mother response, which was, well, at least you're thinking about me. Uh, I felt really confused about that. Uh, my mom's strange. Yeah, we're doing a whole set about my mom. She freaks out. Uh, <laughs> she freaks out about the, the wrong things. Like she has a colonoscopy coming up and she called me, unfortunately, to tell me about it. And she's like, David, I have a colonoscopy. I'm so worried. I have to drink four glasses of water. They're going to make me drink. I can't, I hate water. I can't drink four glasses of water. Or uh, another time uh, I called my mom and the phone call went like this. Hey mom, how's it going? Ah, ah, mom, are you okay? There's that moth. That moth is there. Mom, what are you talking? I'm trying to kill it and I can't kill it. It's blending into the curtains. Mom, are you, I thought you were dying. You're, you're just talking about a, a moth. Yeah, well, your aunt's in the hospital. So that was a good call. It's weird when you get older, too, and how you become tech support for your parents. I'm like, my mom came up to me. She's like, David, my AOL's not working. Mom, if I told you once, I told you a thousand times. AOL is not a safe neighborhood. You don't want to hang out there. They will steal from you. They will steal your identity. They will take everything away from you. God damn it. Um, so that's all the mom jokes I have. I, need, I guess I need some more mom jokes. Um, so I have a dog, a cute little dog. Her name is Francine. Uh, and I've been teaching her tricks. And I taught her a trick that I'm pretty sure is a distinctly American trick. I was trying to tell my friend from Italy. I was like, um, so what I do is I pretend to take out a firearm. And then I pretend to murder my dog. <laughs> She pretends to die, and then I get down and I touch her just right as close to her doggy pussy as I can. As if I catch a nipple, it's like fine. Uh, my wife hates that joke too. That's fine. Uh, anyways, I'm David Klein. I'm very happy to open up the happy hour. Big shout out to Pam Benjamin for getting this set up. And uh, yeah, bye. Thank you. Like a professional, ending on a dog pussy joke. Of course, that's exactly how all the professionals do it. Keep your hands clapping, everybody. Taking the bullet for all of you, David Klein. Yay.
taking that sweet comedy bullet right to the face. Uh, you're next. It's so funny that in comedy we have all these terrible terms. You're like, I murdered it. You know, I bombed. It's all this just very dangerous language. Your next comedian, uh, he is, I I hope he's here. (laughs) I'm just going to announce him. He's a lovely human being. And if he's here, that's even better. Everybody clap wildly for Zach Pierce. Pick a microphone. How are you guys doing? Yeah, right on. Smells like uh, Yosemite in here. It smells... (laughs) Fresh. Yeah. All of us are sweating. That's sun. I've been on Tinder a lot lately. I'm power swiping every day. The thirst is real. I'm trying to get it in as much as possible. Trying to get better at my game. Watching YouTube videos. How to power swipe optimally. But uh, I've met some weird people, been on some weird dates. I'm Jewish, so I want to find a nice Jewish girl, but I'm learning that that's a myth, this nice Jewish girl thing. Because uh, had some interesting experiences with some Jewish girls on dates. I went, I went out with this Orthodox Jewish woman, which is like the most Jewy you can get. There's nothing Jewier than that. She loves praying. She doesn't use electricity on Shabbat. We're talking about it do a little bit of dirty talk. She says the only way she can get off is if I tie her up because she's into BDSM. So I'm like, okay, I'm pretty vanilla. So I'm going to have to pass on that. Then I match with this other reform Jewish woman, which is the lowest end of the Jewy spectrum. And she said she wanted to Skype before our mini golfing date, you know, because we're going to go mini golfing. It's cute and fun. Get to know each other, maybe form a couple emotional bonds before some intimacy happens. So five minutes into our Skyping date, she pulls out a glass dildo, starts dildoing herself. This is not what I expected. I was just, and then she wanted me to whip it out, and I didn't, and she said I failed her test. And then I said, do you still want to go mini golfing? She's like, no. That's all the stories I have on that. Yeah, I used to suffer from uh, being an ICM, an introverted chronic masturbator. Uh, I had pretty severe Michael Sarah syndrome. I was afraid to talk to women. I think it's because I got the kids menu until I was 17 years old. I think that has something to do with it. It's very fragile. Like th- my senior year of high school, I was five foot one, ninety pounds. It was very small. Now I'm medium. 5'9". Uh, one, 150. It's about as medium as it gets. Uh, but I was not medium my senior year. And, uh, you know, I was very afraid, but I managed to get one girlfriend. She was the other late bloomer. She was 4'8", like 70 pounds. We were a very visually appealing couple. Both our backpacks were the same size as our bodies. It was great, though. I couldn't date the Giants, though, because I like the freak dance, and it's weird when you're grinding on girls' hamstrings. But me and my girl, we grinded hard. See, wasn't that bad dancing? That's horrible dancing, right? But when Ellen DeGeneres does it, she's phenomenal. I don't like, I don't like how Ellen DeGeneres gets a free pass on her dancing capabilities. I do not like it. I don't know why that irritates me. 
It's interesting. I think my mom's calling me right now. They'll have to wait. Uh, how are you guys doing? Good? Okay. <laughs> right on. Picking up the high energy, high octane. High octane comedy, bringing the heat tonight. Um, yeah, that's it for me, guys. Have a good night. Yay, Zach Pierce! Zach Pierce! Zach, Zach! Yay! They were visually appealing. Uh, your next comedian is another visually appealing young man. I don't, I don't see him here. Is, is James here? Who runs the show? And Mara is. He can't make it. Okay, good. These are. I didn't check the internet. So I'm. I am remiss. Uh, all right, your next comedian is here, and he is, and actually, he is a tremendously good-looking young man. Uh, recently just had some new headshots taken, and I was like, oh, so you're trying out for America's Next Top Model next, are ya? Uh, but he's a funny guy, and you guys are going to laugh at all his jokes right now. Clap your hands together for Arjun Banerjee. See, I am attractive, all those girls on Tinder. How dare you, you know? Uh, you guys probably actually haven't heard these jokes. So, uh, so you know, O.J. Simpson is the only man in NFL history to rush for 2,000 yards in one 14-game season. He is the only person to ever do that. And yeah, he murdered two people. But plenty of people have murdered two people. Only one person has rushed for 2,000 yards in 14 games. Okay. I don't know, do with that information what you want. But that's right, guys. With this comic, no sacred cows. That's not an Indian thing. There are no untouchables. Damn it. Uh, no things that I... You, you know? You know what I mean? This is that politically correct corner. No, 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 guys. I go at it hard like this. Why? Why is it Alvin and the Chipmunks... When Alvin is also a chipmunk. You should react to that. That's genuinely funny. How dare you? Um, this is... I genuinely like doing stand-up. This is... I'm actually enjoying myself right now. I know you guys are probably thinking he's having a bad time, but I'm having a good time. That's a good joke, I think. I'm gonna keep telling it. Both of the, well, maybe not the OJ thing. It's a little similar to a Dave Chappelle thing. I've just been having fun telling it. The Alvin and the Chipmunks. You know, guys, the news really gets me down sometimes. I visit a lot of left-leaning sites. The headlines there are really depressing. It's like Trump pulls out of Paris climate accords. Congress tries to repeal Obamacare. You know, 20 billion for the wall. These headlines really suck. So if I ever need to feel better, about the direction our country is going in, I visit Breitbart.com because their headlines are like, millions of refugees are streaming into this country. And I'm like, hell yeah, yeah, that's amazing. They're like, radical feminists are taking over. And I'm like, fucking A, because like radical feminism to Breitbart.com is like, women can be CEOs, you know? Fucking, fucking got him. Sometimes I do think I don't do so well on, on Tinder either. I'm, I'm, I run out of matches every day, and I still get pretty... I think part of it is that because I'm Indian, people just assume I'm short, so I feel like I just got to get, like, a meter stick in all of my photos 
or just something that like shows how tall I am. Like maybe a me picture of me looking hot, but next to like an average sized or even shorter person. So people will be like, oh, he's, you know, he's pretty great. Because my height does not come across in my Tinder profile pics. They're actually, they're actually the headshots Katie took. And they're like up close. I put my height in, I'm like 6'2", and I'm actually like 6'1", but I stand 6'2", because I have tall posture. My stuff like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? I like stand up straight and my hair goes like that. So, and plus, you know, shoes with everything. When everything adds up, um, I feel 6'2", you know? Maybe I'm 6'1", I don't know. Definitely taller than six feet. Ian Levy claims to be six feet. I'm taller than him. Although he might not be six feet. The point is I'm above six feet, and that's all that matters, okay? If you're not that, there's literally nothing for you. Your life will never be better, never be good. Everything is meaningless once you lose that or your hair. You don't have a lot of hair? Mm. The reason I believe gender is a spectrum is because men with lo- with without hair are less than men. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I believe gender is a spectrum because I have seen people go from fully man to kind of a woman because their hair goes out. That's why I believe gender is a spectrum. What? Yeah. Still. I don't know. They also don't have penises. Still believe gender is a spectrum. You know? You're not becoming more womanly. You're just becoming less manly. It's a spectrum in many dimensions. Gender is in a spectrum. It's a fucking two-plane graph that you can move in. You know, fuck it. Three, not two planes. I'll go with two planes. Yeah. Three planes is too many planes. Dimensions, not planes. It's a one plane. A plane is in two dimensions. A three-plane thing would be in six dimensions, which is difficult. We're, we're, we're training today, too, so that's... If, 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 if my attentions are lack, I, I, I apologize. And if my voice is too loud back here, I'm so sorry. Uh, but we're going to... I promise I'll try to pay attention to the next comedian, who I don't see here. I do not see my friend Ken Suzuki, nor do I see Latoya. I feel like, remember... Um, romper room in like the early 70s when you're like I see Ken and I see LaToya and I see David except I don't see them it's like I'm talking to ghost people uh, but I know who is uh, Max Eddie is he here no all the people that pre-signed or at brainwashed that's okay that's fine more time for us your next comedian he's from far away and that means you've never heard any of his jokes so clap and laugh wildly, everyone, for Rory Monsaray! Hi, guys. Is it this one? Good. Great. There's so many microphones, it's confusing. Hey, do you, do you, hey, hat guy on the phone, you, do you guys like impressions? Yeah. No? All right, you're going to love this one then for sure. This is my impression of Kanye. <clears throat> Meow. That's just my friend named her cat Kanye. That's not, it's not fun. All right, fun. Okay, it's okay. It's fine. Do you guys notice how uh, recipes only call for extra virgin olive oil? What does that even mean, extra virgin? Like regular virgin obviously hasn't had sex yet, but extra virgin hasn't, I don't know, like rounded second base. Hasn't, I don't know, had its first wet dream. It hasn't discovered the space between the cushions 
in the couch in his mom's basement where he lives when he's 31, maybe trying stand-up comedy. I'm fine. <laughs> it's okay. Like, what is that? Have you guys tasted both? I want to do a blind taste test and understand the difference. Because if I can't taste that extra virginity, I want my money back. Do you guys, that's, is that creepy? I should stop saying that to strangers on a microphone that I paid for extra virginity. <laughs> Don't shrug, because I'll say, okay, it's fine. Who wants virgin anything? I want experienced olive oil. Do you know what I mean? Like olive oil that's been there before. Olive oil that knows how to power swipe. I want olive oil that's going to make me feel plain vanilla, the grossest flavor of olive oil, which is just how I get out of the joke. It gets weird. I'm having sex with olive oil. So that's my Popeye impression. The cartoon, get it, not the ingredient? No, I don't like it either. It's okay. You guys, I'm great. I'm so good. There's a... Uh, there's a girl in my life. I have a girlfriend. For She's totally real. Thank you. That's good. Sometimes people clap. They clap like when the dumb kid in their family graduates high school. Like, oh, I thought he was learning disabled. He was never going to make it. But now he's in a relationship. I don't know why those are the same thing. Uh, it's, it's cool. Like, she sent me flowers at my work. I got roses in my office. And one of my coworkers was like, oh, are you going to wear sexy lingerie for her? And I was like, no. She told me to stop wearing her underwear. After the third time, I was like, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I stretched them out. You're about smaller. The only part of that story that's not true is she hasn't realized it yet. She just thinks she's getting skinnier. She's, it's good for, it's a win-win. I get to wear her underwear. Un underwear? It's what, all right, whatever. Next thing. Here it comes. Uh, I even like you guys the way she smells, which is crazy. I texted her after she left my house. And I was like, hey. Smells better when you've been here. She texts me back right away as if she's gotten that before. Yeah, I farted a lot. So now I'm into farts. I don't know. Uh, add that to your Tinder bio. I'm into farts. You can try it out. If you got, do you guys, uh, you don't have, all right, whatever. So this is so good. This is my favorite room I've been in here in San Francisco. Yeah, it does it? I don't believe you. Does it? No, it doesn't. All right. Okay. Depends. Sometimes mutiny is better. Mutiny is, I feel like if you looked up the word mutiny in the dictionary, it would be sometimes it was better. That, all right, H hang on. There's another joke here. You like, you like that? Just right off the top of my dome. That's where I came from. Uh, all right, hang on. I was going to say another thing about my girlfriend. Uh, no, you don't want it. I don't care. Uh, I even like the way she snores. It's so cute and gentle. Sometimes it matches the way she looks, but sometimes it sounds like the Hulk fucked a dump truck, and then they had a baby that has sleep apnea, and it lives inside of her mouth. It's an eye-opening experience. That part's corny. It's a dad joke. She woke me up. That's what I mean. All right, whatever. We can talk about her. She's not here, obviously. She doesn't like comedy. Comedians is what she said. I mean, that's like my interpretation of what she said. Me. It's me. She said she doesn't like me. It's, she just doesn't know me as a comedian. She doesn't know my jokes, my comedy. She doesn't, uh, I don't know, know my name. That's, I made her up, the whole thing. It's sad. Uh, good. All right. Um, okay. Here's, uh, here's the last joke. I'm going to leave you on this. Uh, do, you ever, do you ever notice how the entirety of the word Albuquerque on a map is in Arizona. 
where are you, Albuquerque? Make up your mind. It's like, oh, it's like, uh, it's like your friend that moved and then just didn't change the state they live in on Facebook. Like they don't want to commit to being in fucking New Mexico. All right, whatever. I'm Rory Montserrat, you guys. Thanks. Good night. Rory Montserrat. I'm so glad I pronounced your name right. Yay. Like, thank you. Three years of high school French so I can say your last name. Wow. Super proud of myself. Super proud of you. Uh, your next comedian, another out-of-towner, so clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Zach or Matt Zenak. Zach, Matt Zimak. Matt Zimak, Zach Mimak, it's all the same. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I am not from your city. I do like it here a lot. It's very beautiful. Uh, the first thing we saw when we got here was uh, on the ground there was a bagel. And right in the middle of the bagel, someone had taken a shit right in the middle of the bagel. I was like, oh, I prefer cream cheese, but, you know, teach their own. Talk about an everything bagel, huh? All right. <laughs> I like how when that guy said, he's like, I'm, I'm medium, and you, you looked up the average height of males in the U.S. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to find out for sure how tall this guy is. I saw something that uh, I think is completely useless in the world. Uh, driving around and there was an NPR ad on a bus stop. Uh, <laughs> that's for nobody, you guys. That's, what, who's, you're gonna listen to car time on the bus? Like, what are you gonna do with your time? There's no point to that. Do you guys, uh, you guys like guns? Are you guys, is this what this state is about? Guns? I'm from a very red state. And I am terrified of guns. I am so, and it's it's such a shame that I live in America, because we have got the best guns, you guys. <laughs> oh, our guns are so good, <laughs> and we just keep making better guns. It's crazy. They just keep getting better, and I'm like, I'm so afraid of. Cause they have a gun that that'll shoot a bullet and it'll trace you. It'll trace you eight miles. It'll follow you home from war. It'll find your wife. It'll fuck your wife. It'll raise your children better than you ever could, and then it'll kill you. It will destroy your life, and then it will take it. That's how good of guns we have. We just <laughs> we make such good guns. He didn't. <laughs> Audible sigh from the corner. <laughs> They're just, guns are terrifying. You know, like, guns are terrifying because guns are scarier. Guns are scarier than knives, you guys. And I don't know if you've ever seen a knife, but they're pretty scary. <laughs> uh, there's a there's an expression that uh, bring a, a knife to a gunfight. Do you guys know what that means? That means you lost that fight. That means you lo automatically you lose it. Even though you have a knife, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Try to work that one out. <laughs> uh, I'm single, like everybody who, except for Rory, everybody else who's been up. I'm single. I didn't realize being. I just got out of a relationship. I didn't realize being single would like require to me have so many pictures of my own dick on my phone. You know, I didn't think that was gonna be a thing. I uh, have you ever accidentally sent a dick pic to the wrong person? Has that ever? Now you guys. I did that. I did it the other day. Because here's the problem: there's two Amy's in my phone. One Amy, I was trying to prove that I had male genitalia too. And the other Amy was the manager at my old work. 
And uh, I ruined Amy's day that day, you guys. I did. I, I don't know what she was doing. I can only imagine she was at like Jamba Juice. And she's like, I'm going to get a wheatgrass shot because I'm going to better myself starting today. And then her phone vibrated and it was just a picture of my dick. And she's like, oh, maybe I don't want to live much longer, you know? Maybe the fastest way out would be good. Uh, and then she just responded with, ew, is that your dick? <laughs> And I want to make it clear that my dick looks like a dick, okay? Like, it doesn't look like a sailboat, and if you cross your eyes, it looks like it. It always looks like a dick. And she knew it was my dick because I put my face in all my dick photos. You know, I like if <laughs> dick photos. I want it to be more personal, you know? I love it when the fair comes to town, that house of mirrors. I get so many good angles. It's so good. Uh, so I didn't know what to respond with, so I just sent a picture of a bunch of kittens, and I was like, damn, autocorrect, you know, like, I know you like cats. <laughs> I'm a giant pussy. <laughs> uh, you guys like rap? You guys fans of rap? Any, you guys like Wu-Tang Clan, Wu-Tang? <laughs> you are the, uh, no. <laughs> You're so high. I like it so much. <laughs> you're just sitting there. You're just staring out the door. Like, yeah, this is the best show ever. <laughs> this is experiencing nature from inside. <laughs> I like I like rat. You guys like Wu-Tang? Wu-Tang? Cool. couple Klansmen here. Perfect. Uh, I myself am a Klansman. I love rap. I know that's confusing because it looks like I have a Maroon 5 tattoo on my chest, but I do. I love rap. Uh, sometimes rappers will say things that I can't identify with. So what I like to do is I like to just change around the words to better suit my lifestyle, you know? So like when a rapper's like, 10 new whips, I'm ballin'. I'm just like, yeah, I cry a lot too. Uh-huh. Ballin' all the time. And I love Indiana Jones. Whips. He wasn't. <laughs> That's, uh... <laughs> That's the best response that joke's ever gotten. <laughs> this is that one guy. I uh, Sometimes rappers will say things I can never identify with. Like my favorite rapper is Kanye. And he has a line in one of his songs where he goes, uh, now if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole and I get bleach on my t-shirt, I'm going to feel like an asshole. And I've never had that problem before, you guys. <laughs> That's not a fear for me. But that's a fear for Kanye West. That means that's happened to Kanye West. If that happened to me, I would never take that shirt off. Are you kidding me? Just so people be like, hey, man, what's up with that stain on your shirt? I'd be like, oh, this? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was having sex with this model, <laughs> you know, a person I have no business having sex with. And uh, she just bleached her asshole because, as we all know, the grossest part of a butthole is how the skin's a little darker than the rest. <laughs> And uh, some of that butt bleach got on this $5 H&M shirt. Now I never take it off because that's the coolest I'm ever going to be. Are you kidding me? I do I do feel like rap and comedy have a lot in common. And the fact that when I try and rap, people also laugh at me. So that's good. <laughs> There's a lot of rappers I don't like. I don't like Lil Wayne. I don't like Lil Wayne. He looks like he went through like a scared straight program and never left. That's, I, I don't like The Weeknd. He has like The Weeknd. I don't like The Weeknd. Because I feel like uh, when he says the N-word, it sounds more racist than when my white friends say it. I don't know if you guys feel that way. I like Pitbull. You guys like Pitbull? I like Pitbull in the fact that when people say they like Pitbull, I know not to hang out with them. That's why I like Pitbull. <laughs> Just going to keep <sighs> trying to think of. Never, uh, I, uh, I'm going to tell you one story. I don't. 
I don't trust technology anymore, you guys. I don't trust technology. Those motion sensors in bathrooms have completely ruined technology for me. Because the other day I was in a bathroom, and it was a real small bathroom, like one stall and one urinal. And I was in the stall for a little while, and then the lights went out. Has this ever happened to anybody? It is the scariest thing in the world to find yourself in the dark on a toilet that's not yours. <laughs> the only thing that came to my mind is like, I've seen horror movies. You know, I know how this is going to end. But I realized that motion sensor can't pick me up. So do this move where you lean over as far as you can. You wave your arm. <laughs> you all know exactly what I'm talking And the lights still wouldn't come on. And I realized I'd have to get up and get out of the stall for the lights to turn on. You know, I was still uh, checking Twitter at that point. So I was pretty comfortable where I was. Until like 30 seconds later when some dude walks in. So he walks in and then the lights turn on. And he walks immediately to the stall door and starts pulling on the handle. And I cannot let him know I'm in there. That would be weird as shit. <laughs> but he just keeps pulling. So eventually I have to be like, oh, someone's in here. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. But then he asked me a question I never thought I'd have to answer. He goes, were you just pooping in the dark? <laughs> And I didn't know what to say, you know? Because like, I didn't want to be like, yes, because that'll start a conversation I don't want to have. And I don't want to say no, because that'll start a conversation I don't want to have. So I simply say, uh, mind your own business, which I admit is really aggressive for a guy who's just caught pooping in the dark. I'll admit that. But he just goes, Psh, whatever, and he leaves. But here's the thing. As he leaves, he turns off the lights. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was like, this guy's a real dick. But then I thought about it. He thinks I like pooping in the dark. <laughs> He's really nice. He's an angel. <laughs> He's a poop angel. All right, thank you guys very much. My name is Zach Me Mac. Have a great day. Matt Mac, pooping angel. That was fun. Yay. Oh, where are you from? All the way from Tucson? Yeah. My parents live in a old folks home on a golf court golf course in Tucson they have matching um uh what are they called golf carts they each have their own golf cart it's not funny your next comedian he I actually I don't know I can't imagine him play I can imagine him playing golf I can see him in a pair of pleated front pants and uh argyle socks with a silly hat with a little a little fluffy ball on it Put your hands together, everyone, for Ken Suzuki. Thank you. Keep it going for your host, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, riveting intro, riveting intro. Oh, am I recording myself? Okay, good. Oh, you guys look happy to be here. You do. Yeah, Friday afternoon, sun is out, shining, people are out, having a good time. You guys inside the studio working on those jokes that hopefully won't bomb, you know? Oh, so anyway, I was, uh, I was paying this hooker to give me roadhead for a couple of bucks and a ride. And uh, it's when you have moments like this when you think, man, if it weren't for this act, we never would have invented the automatic transmission. How many cars ended up on the side of the road <laughs> before that? But where? But necessity is the mother invention. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you guys in the mood for a suicide joke? You guys want? Yeah. 
Here's one. It's called my career. It died. It died here. Hung itself with the microphone cord during its final act of auto-erotic asphyxiation. It was like, why not end it on a high note and just come as I go? Oh. You know, the hardest part about writing a good suicide joke, though, honestly, is the follow-through. And um, it's tough, though. I have a, this assisted suicide joke that I've been working on. I just can't seem to complete it on my own. Hmm. It's going much better than my cerebral palsy joke, though. Now, I don't know why I can't get that one to stand. Maybe it's the premise. It's a little shaky. Uh, I had to perform at one of those Comic-Con conventions. You sit there and you, uh, you, look, you, you discover things, all right? So, like, honest question, Dragon Ball, what do you guys think? Like, as a line of anal beads, what do you think? I think there's a special niche market out there to be targeted for those freaky anal nerds. People are getting freaky at those things. Anyway, there'll be a follow-up to that later. Uh, here's a killer pickup line. That choker looks really good around your neck. My hand would look better, though. See, it's killer because someone could die. Hey, it's just choke fucking. I mean, if God didn't want you to do it, then why'd he make the neck fit the hand so perfectly? That's how you know you found your soulmate, folks. You choke the ones you love. You choke <laughs> the ones you love. Be a responsible pet owner is what I'm saying. Be a responsible pet owner. Leave your sex toys out of reach. Sex toys have come a long way. Yeah, they have. They have. Back in the day, remember they used to be steam-powered? Then they evolved into... No, they were steam-powered at one point as a treatment for women's neurosis. You had to go to a doctor with this big steam engine vibrator to help make you come the neurosis out of you. This is pre-Freudian psychology. This was actual treatment. But anyway, so is that. Then you plug them into walls. Now there's something you can carry in your purse or inside of you if you want, you know? Um... But no matter how good they've gotten, this hasn't changed. Sex toys, no matter how good they are, I do not make good hand-me-downs. They just don't. They don't. They're a one-generation item written right there on the label, not meant to be used as a family heirloom. Grandma's, grandma's crystal butt plug doesn't have to get buried with her and in her when she crosses over to the other side. Yeah, it's a party in heaven, but you've got to bring your own toys if you want to play. Uh. So, this joke's been bombing. I'll keep digging in for this one. Uh, apparently, I'm going to find it. Apparently, it's racist now, I read, and like, to, uh, for people to say things like, uh, I'm really into Asian shakes. Really? That's racist? To say you're into someone? Okay, how about this? How about it's re if it's rephrased, and instead of people saying, I'm really into Asian chicks, they say things like, I'm really into being inside of gook broads. Is it better then? Is it better then? They say bitches like honesty. Is it better then? <laughs> Fuck off, folks. Wow, Ken Suzuki. Playing with the language. One might say Kathy Griffin-esque. With his comedy there, yes. 
making a line, pushing it over, actually making a line, then turning it into a rope and using it to give you some autoerotic asphyxiation to make you laugh even harder. Puts a little laughing gas in the room too so you enjoy it and don't pass out. Your next comedian. Uh, she is a super funny lady and I... We're really, you guys should be very excited for our upcoming rap album that we're making together. Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff coming at ya. Nine hot tracks recorded. We'll play some of them later uh, on since we have a light list tonight. We'll subject you guys to maybe our newest, our newest uh, women who work. Women who work. Women who work. Women who work. <laughs> She's going to work it right now for you, everybody. Clap your hands wildly. For LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, win! Yay! That's our mixtape coming through. Too bad we don't have a trunk to sell it out of. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, I um, always like to tell a tale of the Marina Tales, because uh, that's where I work. Um, women who work. Oh, there we go. Spin that. Um, Crazy shit happens in the marina, meaning bored, rich, white people stuff. Um, I've been hanging out with crazy people, and not the fun tenderloin type, the uppity, I do a lot of cocaine, I have money, and a trust fund type of people, meaning then they might have some bodies in their basement. Have you ever seen Get Out? Think about that. Uh, so, um, hanging out with these patrons of mine, because they were really friendly, and um, Thank you very much for you know the tip. And they're like, hey, you want to come hang out later? I'm like, I shouldn't have done that, but I did it anyway. And uh, doing drugs with these people, um, I should have thought and known better. Because I have this thing about people touching my fucking hair. And every fucking time, I don't know, I have like a civil rights flashback or, you know, I, I, I just, I, for some reason, it's just like I see, I see red and it's not my hair. It's the fact that they're putting their fucking hands in my fucking hair. It's like I, I'm getting petted like a chia pet, like a dog or something. Oh, look at this little color girl. Oh, I like your hair. Can I touch it? Can I play with it, mommy? Let me touch it. Let me hold it. It's just like, wow, I made the biggest mistake. And I don't know if some of you people do drugs. Obviously, I do. But cocaine makes you angry. And I was filled with black rage. Because I don't know where your hand's been, man. Not everyone washes their fucking hands. And I don't wash my hair every day. So I don't know if you took a shit and didn't wash your hands, so there might be fecal matter there going on. Or I don't know if you changed your maxi pad and didn't wash your hands. There could be some DNA going on in there. Don't touch my fucking hair. That's all I had to say. So that night turned into a disaster. And I was really hungover the next day. But uh, other than that in the world, um, why are there fat cops? Why are there such thing as fat cops? I don't get it. I talked about this last week. And again, fat men, cops with titties. I don't understand why this is a thing. I mean, I, I guess it makes it easier to shoot people. I don't know. I mean, black people are known to run fast, so you get a fat guy with tits who has a badge, boom, easier to take out. Can't run, because you got too much weight, too many titties. Or, or should I say udders? Because that's an insult to, oh, I mean, I have tits, so. <laughs> 
I just, I don't, I don't understand. And then, you know, <laughs> I love the fact, you know, seeing SFPD, you know, sluggish, getting out the car, walking into like a Dunkin' Donuts. It's really true. They, they do like donuts, fucking cops. I just, I, they make me nervous. They also make me have flashbacks to the civil rights movement. I just, I, I don't know. I just see red again with fucking popo. Um, but other than that, um, life is really great, isn't it? Oh, thank you for that. No, um, every day this week I've been slightly mildly depressed. You shouldn't read the news. I've learned my lesson. So instead of reading the news, I've just decided to watch John Waters movies. It's therapeutic. I mean, Pink Flamingos is very realistic to me. I mean, I know people that live in a trailer and who will probably eat shit and die. Literally eat shit and die. So that has been one thing that's been helping me mentally. I've been trying not to read any kind of Huffington Post because I get angry and I want to throw shit at the wall. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's just like, oh God. So I just turn on a John Waters movies and it puts a smile on my fucking face. Weird, but that's the kind of world I live in in my head. Other than that, let me get out of my head and go make something happen for myself. Oh, be in the lookout for fat cops with tits, by the way. Think about that in your dreams. All right, I'm out. Good night. Women who were This is LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth win. Yay! And it's true, cops really do like donuts. I've been watching Twin Peaks, and it's absolutely true. And today is National Donut Day, so uh, fuck yeah, National Donut Day. Uh, clap for LaToya, yay! Women who work, she has some work advice. Okay, uh, your next comedian is has a great show here on Tuesday nights from 10 to midnight, and I got like the best text from him the other day saying, um, can I do like some rituals? during my show, like with candles, and it's like, yep, absolutely, the uh, fire extinguishers in the corner. Everybody, put your hands together for David Stolowitz, yay! Hello, can you hear me? Okay, so uh, I've been told that uh, acid trips and comedy either go really well together or really bad. I think I'm on my first bad one. Don't... Don't buy acid from Satanists in the park during Ramadan. I don't recommend it. Um, like the, the problem with acid is like it, it's odorless and it's colorless and it's tasteless. So you don't really know whether you're getting gypped or not or where somebody's stuck something else in there. I mean, the guy told me to enjoy myself. I suppose if he was a real asshole, he, he wouldn't have had to say that. So... I don't know. I feel like I'm on something right now, but at the same time, the rest of my life is just catching up, too, so it's hard to tell. Um, hey, Pam, I brought you a gift from the South Bay. Um, here, John, can you grab it for me? Uh, yeah. So uh, this is the graphic novel version of the Malleus Maleficarum, the Hammer of the Witches. Yay, and it's really cool. So, like, this classic text of uh, Inquisition was used to murder about 60,000 women during the Middle Ages um, because of their dark, dark power. You know how close women are to the devil and men aren't, right? 
Um, but uh, yeah, people really believed that like witches could uh, take guys' dicks off their uh, bodies and uh, you know stick them up in trees for safekeeping. So you can enjoy that for yourself, Pam. Have fun, yeah. Slave labor graphics. That's uh, in the South Bay, Dan Vado's company. Yeah. He used to publish a lot of stuff down there, uh, but not as much demand anymore. So, yeah. Um, most of the time, I recommend Acid for people. It's generally a good experience, but uh, Leary talked about set and setting. And so, you know, I feel really safe here, though, at Mutiny. Like, even if life is choking the shit out of me in an unpleasant manner, Ken, um, then uh, I feel like if something goes horribly wrong, like this is the place to be for it because there'll be support here. There'll be people who could help me out, call the cops or whatever. No, not the cops. Why would you do that? No, I, I, well, I don't know. I'm a shaman. I'm trained for this sort of thing. Yeah, I've been into Kabbalah since I was like 19. Um, because, uh, I don't know, there's this thing about minorities where uh, there's a subtle form of racism where people decide that we're actually not really humans, we're actually magical beings with uh, special powers. So, like, uh, we'll show up in your lives to guide you in the right direction, cast spells, and make everything go right for you. Um, well, actually, it's kind of a power trip if you end up on that. It can be nice for a while until reality catches up with you. Um, I used to do methamphetamine, but I quit when Breaking Bad ended. Seemed like a good time for it. <laughs> and that's a lot like Judaism. Wonderful highs, terrible lows, but most of the time you're in purgatory. I don't recommend it. I don't want to say that Judaism is a dead religion because the spirit's still there. You know, you see that in modern Jews. They're still going, despite all the oppression and hardship and hypocrisy. Um, and you know, it's weird, like growing up in America, very different experience than like you'd be in Israel. And they always import those nasty Israeli women for our Hebrew schools. <laughs> they bring them across the seas full of their cynicism and bitterness to instill hatred into us at a young age and tell us about how much the world wants us dead. You know, cause this is really the positive uplifting message that children need to hear when they're growing up. My, I, I still got out better than my father did. They showed him videos of Holocaust survivors when he was a kid. Yeah, might be a little damaging to the psyche. Uh, um, I don't believe that demons are like uh, living under the ground in lava and running around with horns on their head. They're, they're traumas, they're neuroses. Um, so there's an energy there and you can do something positive and constructive with it. You can face your demons and you can master them and you can whip them into shape. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a good place to do it. So uh, starting this month, um, I'm going to be offering uh, full free evocation services on my Tuesday night show. If you would like to call up any spirit from hell, down from heaven, or across from the four directions, I will teach you the traditional shamanistic new age way to do it. And uh, if you give me a donation or at least support the station, that'd be great. <laughs> It's hard to get people to pay on time. You see, Pam, if you're going to go for, like, communism, you got to have some crackdown dictatorship when it comes to those fees. <laughs> I mean, I got my stuff in the mail, but make them pay on time, girl. <laughs> uh, I'm not a saint, you guys. I've messed up a lot in my life. Um, I've been thrown out of bars. I've been fired multiple times. It seems no one actually wants to buy Mary Kay products. <laughs> Multi-level marketing, uh, pyramid schemes going back to Pharaoh, right? Yeah. 
some shit never changes. And that's why I feel like the classics still have a lot of application to modern life. Because there's some form of mental slavery that we're all still trying to get out of. You know, and it's why, like, Jews and Rastafarians can still speak the same language after thousands of years. Um, but even the Rastas say you don't have to smoke weed your whole life. You know, you, you, you get the message, hang up the phone. All right, I'm going to hang up this mic now. Thank you very much, San Francisco. You take care. Take off your pants and put on your skirt. It's Mary Kay time. Let's get to work. That's actually, they do that. They say that together in a, when they all marry Kay out. Uh, okay, so I know he said Avon or whatever, but men aren't allowed to sell Mary Kay. I had some friends um, who were of the homosexual persuasion and they um, were, they had a bunch of dry queen friends and they were like, we should sell Mary Kay because it's good product. And I asked them, Mary Kay, I went to one of their stupid meetings where I learned their witchcraft thing. Take off your pants and put on your skirt. It's Mary Kay time. Let's get to work. And I said, hey, can I have my gay friends? And they're like, no, we don't. No men. No men can be in this business, in this pyramid scheme at all. Only women in this pyramid scheme. Yay, David Stolowitz. Listen to his show every Tuesday from 10 to midnight, Occult Oubliette. This is really cool that you got me this... Um, because I, I was actually a dramaturg for a play called Vinegar Tom, and it was all about witchcraft, and I had to do all of this in-depth, like, dramaturgy on the killing of witches and all of this, like, torture stuff and, like, all the things they used to do to women. they take their birthmarks and they'd, like, poke them in their birthmarks and be like, it's a sign, it's a kiss from Satan! And then they'd kill them. And they'd, or they'd, like, cut off their nipples to find... It was terrible. They did terrible things. Uh, all right, your next comedian... Uh, he has red hair, but I think he has a soul. I don't think he's going to cut off your nipples today. Uh, you can clap your hands well if you're next comedian. Max Eddy! Thank you so much, Pam. Um, damn, there are a lot of mics up here. There are actually, this, is a, this is true. There are more mics on the stage right now than people I've had sex with in my life. Yeah. Not by much, but it is the case. Um, thank you so much uh, for your performance, Miss the Truth. Um, uh, that was honestly one of the best slam poems I've ever heard in my life. So, <laughs> thank you so much. But um, yeah, so uh, one thing I started trying to do, I started you know trying to dress up a little bit for this, uh, and I didn't realize that this is the only city in the U.S. where dressing like this makes you look more homeless. Because uh, like, if you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans, it's like, he works at Facebook. And if you're wearing this, they're like, he has food stamps. Uh, so uh, uh, what are you going to do? But, uh, but yeah, so as Pam said about 30 seconds ago, my name is Max Eddy. Uh, but that's actually not my legal name. My legal name is Robert Maxwell Eddy. Now, that's a confusing situation because uh, my parents decided uh, okay, we're going to give him a name, but we're not going to call him that, which doesn't make any sense. Um, and uh, additionally, so uh, I go by a nickname of my middle name, uh, but my last name is also a first name, but my first name can also be a last name, think Julia Roberts, and my middle name could be a last name as well, it's Scottish, and my last name, if you elongate it, is also a first name or a last name, think John Edwards. And none of this is important, but it's way more important that you remember my name than me tell any jokes. Because uh, that's, what, that's what fame is. It's someone remembering your name. Think about it. Like, uh, Kim Kardashian got famous for making a sex tape. 
Um, the, those girls from Teen Mom, they got famous for making a post-sex tape. And uh, Ron Jeremy, he got famous for making 7,000 sex tapes. It's like, that's what you need to do to be successful. And uh, this is just my little version. Yeah, so, um, oh, I was, I was coming over here on BART today, um, and I was going up the escalator, and there was this old guy. He has a, a bit of luggage um, on the step above him, uh, and I'm about two steps back, which is important, because uh, yeah, about halfway up the escalator, he starts to, you know, slowly topple back. Um, and I'm, it was sort of, uh, I was like, oh, shit, he's going to fall. And it was sort of like watching a, a pencil roll off a desk. It's like, oh, do I try to catch it midair or do I just let it fall and deal with it then? You know, um, but he falls back. And I felt bad for the guy because he's just, he's, uh, you know, he's propped up on my arms like I'm about to do a seance with him. Um, and I, I'm able to, like, finally push him back up about three quarters of the way up. Um, uh, and I felt good. I was like, oh, you know what? I was, I was that guy's little hero today. Um, and then he told me, he was like, uh, you know, my, um, my friends told me I shouldn't take the escalator anymore because this always happens. And I was like, God damn it. I should have let him fall so we could learn his lesson. But I didn't. So, uh, and it's crazy. I was only at that bar stop. I was only on that escalator because I really like the gyros at this place next to that part stop. So if I didn't like Greek food, he'd still be falling right now. I, it's weird how that works out. But, uh, but yeah. Um, uh, one thing is, uh, so I actually, I just got this jacket recently. It feels good. I actually got it from my grandpa because he died, uh, which is a, it was a weird thing for me, because uh, he, he died, he was a pretty wealthy man, he left me all his clothes. But he was also kind of racist, so I did two things with those clothes. The first is, I donated 95% of them to Goodwill. Uh, has, has anyone else ever donated to Goodwill out of spite? Because uh, <laughs> it feels, knowing that he is in hell right now, just cringing at the thought of a homeless man wearing his jacket, gives me <laughs> delight. The other thing I do with these clothes is I wear them to do stand-up comedy, which is breaking my parents' hearts. <laughs> so, it uh, feels good. It, uh, it's uh, uh, vindictive and vindicating. So, what are you going to do? But what I'm trying to say is I think kids should be allowed to be free agents. Uh, I, it's like, you know, Grandpa, I know you love me, but you're racist, and Jerry Jones is offering me six years and 50 million guaranteed. Like, what's your counter? You know, thank you, Pam. Um, uh, I don't know if I had anything else. Um, I'll leave you guys on this. Um, I really don't like when I see cars that have anything on them. Like, uh, like when people have bumper stickers on their car, it's like, wow, that is the best way to express your political beliefs and half the value of your car. Um, because no one's, no one's ever been driving behind a car in two hours of traffic and seen an end abortion now bumper sticker and gone, you know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> you got me with that compelling argument. Thank you so much. Uh, but uh, even worse than the bumper stickers, guys, is when I see people have baby on board signs on the back of their car. Because I, I wasn't going to hit you anyways. Uh, and now it, it just feels passive aggressive. Like, like, Ken, if I came up to you and I said, 
Excuse me, Ken. Please don't punch me in the face. I'm holding a baby! <laughs> You'd probably want to punch me in the face. Which is why whenever I see a, a baby on board sign, I like to uh, play a little bit of bumper cars. But it's okay. It wasn't my car. Thank you guys so much. My name is Max Eddy. Max Eddy, everyone. Remember his name. Remember his name so he can be famous. He's going to live on a podcast forever. That was fun about the dead grandpa. Your next comedian, he also has a show here at Mutiny Radio every Wednesday from 10 to midnight where he does high time story time. You can buy that now on Amazon. Put your hands together, everybody, for Arden. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, I'm published on Amazon. Uh, we'll get back to that in a second. I just wanted to say that I think, Pam, I really honestly think, because you, you know the way I looked before when you first met me, you thought I was a t- Republican douche, right? <laughs> I, I think that uh, I should go back to that look and get hired by Donald Trump. Because I, 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 th- I, think, I think once he sees my resume, he's going to want to hire me right away because I am the king of pulling out of stuff. So, Paris Accords, you ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, but yeah, I am published on Amazon, which is awesome because I am in great company, you know, because... Uh, uh, it turns out if you have enough tenacity and time on your hands, you can publish on Amazon too. So I'm amongst such things as um, books on how to write that are poorly written, uh, self-help books that aren't very helpful, and uh, Dianetics. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. And uh, somebody, some, uh, somebody the other day actually read because uh, it, thanks to the joy of my thing being on Kindle, uh, and uh, everybody watching you all the time, I know that somebody, uh, some number of people read at least seventy pages worth of my writing the other day. So uh, it's working. I'm converting the uh, the heathens into believers. Of. Uh, just chilling the fuck out, everybody. Just chill out, you know? That's what I've done, you know? It's worked well for me so far. Uh, we'll see if I can pay the rent. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I was thinking about this the other day when I caught my reflection in the mirror. Uh, is Jesus back? Like, it, it did just, did I not get the memo that I, I'm back? Like, I'm pretty sure if I go visit Utah right now, they're not going to let me leave, right? They're going to be like, oh my God, it worked. The golden plates in the magic hat, it fucking worked. He's here. Uh, and how narcissistic do you have to be to think that you're Jesus, right? Like, you know, are all those guys in the psych ward just like, you know, the next Katy Perry misunderstood, like, is that, is that what it is? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just riffing here tonight. That, that's what's happening, because I love you guys. I thought you, you deserve this. You deserve this. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, somebody throw out a topic. Anything, anything. Love. Love. I love love. I, 
didn't feel it during my childhood. Not, not a bit of it. Um, you know, I, my mother, she was so selfish. She, this is true. She was so selfish. She downed my prescription for Claritin with a bottle of gin and tried to kill herself. During hay fever season. Like, bitch, I need those pills. What are you doing? <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, it turns out, it turns out the only thing she was allergic to was life. Uh, but un- unfortunately, the Claritin worked because she's still here. So, uh, you know. Uh, she, I mean, but she was an inspiration, uh, because I, I kind of wish she was here now to inspire me for my comedy career, because I remember she was at a track meet one time. It was very important, all team meet amongst all the private schools of New Jersey. And, uh, I was there that day and my first event was long jump and I footfalled it twice, which meant I only had one more attempt to make a legal jump and actually set a distance. And I noticed my mother had actually come and not been drunk for once. And, uh... I said, well, Ma, what do you think? What, 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 you know, am I gonna, am I gonna do good? And she goes, uh, you're gonna fuck it up just like everything else. <laughs> and I gotta say, it worked, cause I not only came in first and gold medaled on that, uh, cause you know we're private schools, we gotta give each other gold all the fucking time. Uh, but uh, I set a school record, and then I went over to high jump, and I set a school record there and came in first. And then I took us from uh, fifth place to third place in the anchor leg of the 4x400, giving us the bronze. And so I said, you know, Ma, I, I think I did all right. And she goes, uh, two golds and a bronze ain't three golds. <laughs> so, you know, you, you can abuse someone to greatness is what I'm getting at, you know. And that's just the thing. I think it's I'm not downtrodden enough right now to get my Netflix special off the ground, you know. But, uh... Yeah, it, speaking of specials and things, I am doing the High Time Story Time all the time. It's been special. Last night, uh, or not this past Wednesday, we, we, had, we had a corporate sponsor, uh, which uh, I think we subsequently lost. Uh, it was Lola Lola, and they were nice enough to provide me with some free weed to do the High Time Story Time with. And I had Jeremy on, and God bless Jeremy, I love him so much, but uh, he doesn't have a filter, necessarily. And... Uh, so we're talking and we're smoking and we're talking about how great it is. And then somehow he gets off on this tangent about how he uh, drives for Uber while stoned. And I was like, you can't, no, 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 why, why, all oh, that money gone. <laughs> Fuck your passengers. I don't give a shit about them. The money. The mo- and the weed. The weed and the money. Oh, God. I don't care if you hit a co- I don't care. I don't. God, no. It was a cop car. I don't give a shit. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the money and the weed. Oh, God. So, yeah. So, that torpedoed that. Uh, but anyway, it's okay. You know, this is comedy. It's, it's all live. It's all happening. You know, I love it. Um. Uh, but how's everybody doing? We all feeling good, you know? Uh, I, 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 uh, I uh, came up with a great couple of tweets today, uh, one of which was, uh, uh, the world right now is uh, crazy sauce covering a shit sandwich. 
Manja Manja, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> you gotta embrace this shit. <laughs> because otherwise, you're just gonna go fucking crazy. Just cr- goddamn batch it, you know? Because I, I know I am. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, capitalism's awesome. I love it. Uh, it it's. It, <laughs> It's given us such great things as uh, toxic debt and everything else. Uh, and I think it's, it's, we're such a debt-driven society, personally, not, not as a whole. I could give a crap what the, the Fed's up to because debt's how you grow the country or some such not. That's what the guy was yelling at me uh, on the corner of the street the other day on Folsom. Uh, he was just yelling about debt grows the economy and uh, do I have any money uh, for some meth. And, you know... Uh, because I met a guy on the, I, I think inflation is really is what f- is fucking up the company because I met a guy on the bus the other day and uh, he said, good morning, son. And it was 6.30 in the morning. I was like, oh, good. At least somebody else is awake like me going to make the coffee, yeah, which is what I do. And I said, oh, how are you doing? He goes, oh, great. How are you doing, son? And I said, I'm doing quite well this morning, sir. Thank you very much. And he goes, I need $5. <laughs> and I go, no, <laughs> just that's how you're starting. Like, I need five. Do- Whatever happened to uh, uh, pardon me, but can you spare some change? You know, I need five whole dollars. Jesus, I need five dollars. It was two twenty-five to get on this fucking bus. Oh, and I go, no, you're not getting five dollars. And he goes, how about three? Wait, this isn't a negotiation. Two fifty. No. How about some change? Now you're being reasonable, but no, <laughs> not happening. He said, "Well, that's very un-American, but Jesus loves you anyway." <laughs> and I said, "I knew it. You're a fucking Boy Scout, because only a Boy Scout would bring up God and country that quick." Anyway, I was a Boy Scout, too. I like the Scouts. They do good things. <laughs> they, they still got to work on their views on tolerance of other groups and people and things. But other than that, huh? no, no, I, I made it through Cub Scouts and I was going to the Bridge of Lights ceremony and my mother decided to get drunk. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, anyway, uh, comedy plus tragedy equals timing or something or something. Uh, thank you, Pat and Oswald. Anyway, uh, give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. <laughs> Keep it going for Arden, everyone. Go get High Time Story Time and download is. I can't believe. So Jeremy got fired from Uber because he talked about smoking weed and driving Uber. Oh no, he had, he still drives for Uber. Oh no, you just lost your. My potential you lost. Because because he drives Uber stoned. I don't understand. That's against the law. Oh, it's against the law to drive stoned. Impaired driving is drunk driving is DUI is DUI. So it, that's why Tiger Woods got Tiger Woods got pulled over because he had too many prescription meds in his system and oh. was dozing at the wheel. And oh. weed counts too. That's wow. why it always says on your little bottle of weed it says do not, well if you get it from the dispensary do not operate machinery. Don't operate stuff. heavy yeah. machinery. Yeah. So PSA for all you stoners out there like me: don't drive stone. Don't drive stone. I. I do every. That's it's not fair. I do everything stone. So why wouldn't I? I don't drive though. So I guess that's a. I do everything except driving. Uh, hey, we. It looks like 
the list is, I, I don't know what happened, but people don't, is it because I make people do tasks that they don't want to come anymore? Or cause there was plenty of room on the list. Like it just, I'm surprised that people are, is it, is it that brainwash is so fun? Is that what's happening? Brainwash is so fun. It's a case. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm just confused because I'm like, it's seven every every week I've been ending earlier and earlier, which is fine with me. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I was thinking about maybe, I mean, I don't, the thing is I'm going to do 10 minutes at the top of the next show. So like how narcissistic do I have to be to like do 10 and then do 10 again? That doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like I need to practice that much. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should be worried about Cobb's comedy on the 11th, Sunday, the 11th. You guys can come see me at Cobb's. If you want, if you want, I have comp tickets too. If you really, really promise to come, I'll give you a comp ticket. If you want to come and see me at Cobbs. If, if you vote for me, I'm the only girl on the, on the bill. And if you vote for me at the end, I win money. And it would be really great because I want to, you know, do feminist jokes and be like, vote for me. I know you didn't vote for Hillary. <laughs> but I know, I know. Don't be scared of me. Just be. Uh, okay. So, yeah, well, I guess we'll just, um. We'll listen to a little bit of Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff, and we'll see if other people come to this open mic in a bit or what happens. But because um, I don't know, I don't. I mean, because sometimes, like you know, Zach Wiseman shows up or whatever, and or you know, people walk in the door like super late, like Brady Hold. Oh, there's Wildebeest. Wildebeest, do you want to do a set, or did you just come to collect the skateboard? He'll do a set. Hey, everybody. Lucky you. He just walked in the room. Put your hands together for Will the Beast. This one? How's it going, people? We just lost half the room, but... <laughs> I did, uh come here for a skateboard and um, I guess I could tell you a little story about that <laughs> and uh, so like five days ago I was at Safeway and uh, went through the self checkout line and I left my board at the self checkout and then I guess somebody came through checked out with it <laughs> self-checkout you know and uh and, and the funny thing about it is uh it's actually the same place i lost my last skateboard which was right same mall <laughs> just the water fountain i lost my last skateboard but the even more ironic thing is is that my first skateboard i took from safeway is that like bizarre? <laughs> it was the Safeway in Santa Cruz and me and another traveler were just, I just met him and we were walking and we went to uh, that Safeway right in Santa Cruz and there was a long board and one board just like this right on top of each other in a T with a sweatshirt, pants and a hat and a t-shirt thrown right on top of it out in the outside cafe area. And, I, and me and this dude, we sat there for like an hour, over an hour, waiting to see if this belonged to anybody. You know Santa Cruz, like there's tweakers all over the place. And it, it just seemed like at some point, these were somebody's boards and somebody took them and somebody gave chase and then they just stashed them. Because I mean, yo, you don't go in the Safeway and leave your board outside for over an hour. You just throw it in a cart, right? 
Because <laughs> I don't want to be a thief, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, when, I mean, either way, I don't, and, uh, and so I just want to say that skateboard that I took, those two skateboards I took, I gave the other guy one and I took one. That board was like, you ever see a, that movie where the car is, it's like a horror movie and the car is like possessed? Is that what it's called? And then anybody who gets in that car is like on a hell ride? That's exactly what this skateboard was. Fucking hellboard. Like, I swear to God, it had fucking thrown off. I don't know how many people, how many people went to the hospital from it. And the weird thing is, is like, I know, and you know, no hard feelings to the person who stole my board. It is what it is. I left it there. You checked out. <laughs> it was checkout. And, uh, but you know, I just, I would really like to, keep the story going so the board in question is a board from santa cruz and uh, it has a swastika on it carved into it and a heart and a jewish sign and it said swastika plus jewish sign equals love <laughs> i don't know but that's the board i got and uh you know, and, and uh, so to whoever took it, you know what I mean? Continue the story. Keep riding. Keep doing your thing. You know what I mean? And, uh, and yeah, if anybody's listening and they know about this board from Santa Cruz, like the owner of it, I would really like to hear the story of how it wound up at Safeway just sitting there. And, uh, and I am doing a Kickstarter to get a new board, even though I just got a board. Yeah. <laughs> I want to thank you for letting me use this board and, and offering this board and everything. But, uh, and I am going to return it to you because um, I feel like I need to do this Kickstarter because I think, you know, it ain't about the board. It was about the loss. And I think there's a good message in it. So I'm going to do this Kickstarter. And uh, I don't know. You want one joke? Yeah. All right. I'm going to tell you one joke. Here it is. Don't wear yellow sneakers. Do, do any of you own yellow sneakers? You sure? <laughs> yes. I promise. All right. Pam, no yellow sneakers? No yellow sneakers? Good. Because like a couple days ago, I was walking and I saw a dude coming towards me. Couldn't really make him out because he was that bright. But he had yellow sneakers on. Neon yellow sneakers. Neon green socks. Neon orange shorts in a neon yellow jacket. I was like, yo, bro, turn it down, bro. Like, put those high beams lower. Like, it was so bright. It was like fucking walking up and seeing Jesus walking. I mean, dude, that's how, I mean, obviously he was a neon Jesus, like a, like a golden Jesus. I was like, this must be the capitalistic version. I don't know. But that's my time. Thank you very much. just leaving boards all over the place there it is uh there's a good sticker on the bottom of that board I that love i like to spill things <laughs> it's, me though, right? no not you don't spill off the board nice hey, fluffy you. fluffy wheels yeah you bet thank you for being here everybody at um at the open mic tonight i'm gonna play a little bit of um hot dirty pee and the sheriff and uh we'll be back next week and we'll be um if people show up, we'll we'll do more comedy. No problem. Here we go. Yay. Why is this? There we go. Oops, I don't want to record. I want to...
Hold on. I just made a mistake. Stop. I just made a mistake. I just made a mistake. Don't save. Thank you all for being here. I'm going to try to do this now. And I made a mistake. That's how. But it's okay. I'm going to do. Ba, 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 da, 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 da. We can. Okay. There we go. So we're going to be rapping to to the dulcet beat tones of uh, Iggy Azalea's No Medi- No Mediocre Feet, which I think is what Kellyanne Conway did, is No Mediocre Feet here. Uh, oh. Break it down. What you think about that, Sheriff? What? Are you going to bring him the truth? Are we going to bring it? Bring in the truth. About Absolutely. Skinny, skinny little ladies. Skinny rice little... Rice cakes. Rice cakes. The rice cakes of news. There was an article this week that talked about how you can surveil someone through their phones, through their... Certainly through their television sets, any numbers of different waves, and microwaves. Microwaves. And microwaves. Microwaves. They turn into cameras, etc. So you just know that's just a fact of modern life. Quick. Modern life. Quick. Click, 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 click. Kelly and Conway. Click, click. Beep, 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 beep. 30 seconds, you. 30 seconds watching you. 30 seconds watching you. Heat up that hot water. What do you eat? Kelly and Conway. Hot water, hot water. Maybe some tea. There's no calories in tea, you see. Oh, sorry, Kelly Ann. We're watching you. I think the big lesson to the political class is to stop listening so much to each other and start listening to the people. <laughs> political class, stop listening to each other. You gotta listen to the people. They're not listening to each other anyways. What could they be talking about? Maybe microwaves. Microwave. The CIA is after you. After you. With your microwaves. The microwaves. They are actually listening to the people. We're watching you. Usually based on an economic agenda, white working class voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take home pay. They want affordability. I want some money too. <laughs> affordability. Affordability with their abortions, usually based on an economic agenda. White working women voters don't buy into this whole biology, chemistry, abortion, gender agenda as much as they want more take home pay. Yeah, equality. Equality. Let's ratify the 19th Amendment. Uh, yeah, woman suffrage. 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 She's out for suffrage. Watching you. Kelly and Conway knows about suffrage. Um, because they're watching. She's white too. She is, and so thin. I thought we always just listen to thin, pretty women. Don't we just do that? They're clearly telling the truth. She is clearly telling the truth. Many Americans are very concerned with the lack of vetting that's going on. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Show me that you belong here. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Isn't that why they signed that new vetting act? Uh, oh if, no. If you don't show the papers, we might think you're a terrorist. What? Donald Trump has addressed many times that his main concern is making sure that we have a system in place that we completely lack now, which is those countries that tend to train and export and harbor terrorists where we do not have proper vetting are places where we're going to need to have better vetting.
vetting. And he's made that very clear. Better vetting. Is it clear to you now? Yay! Yay! We did Trump it again! Support- I, I think Trump supporters are funny to me, really. I don't think we should take them off the air all the time. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna, this is a, this is a rap, rap background. We're gonna rap to it. <laughs> we'll get a little bit beat. Hey there, little pussy. Let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on. What a snake in the grass. You are, you lying piece of shit. What? Too cowardly to confront me in real life. You do it on Facebook. You're the biggest faggot ass in the world. Biggest uh, pussy, uh, pussy, uh, pussy. What? My dick is bigger than yours, which, which ain't saying much. What a true piece of shit you are, lying faggot. I hope you meet your karma slowly and painfully. Say uh, slowly and painfully. I'm Susan Olsen. Oh, uh, slowly. I'm Susan Olsen. And painfully. They call me Cindy and Brady. My name is Susan Olsen and I love Trump today. Uh, uh, Olsen. Uh, uh, Brady. Get it. Brady. Uh, I hope. Uh. I- sincerely hope you reap all this that you deserve karma wise you pathetic little cunt you are hell is waiting for you enjoy hell is waiting for you enjoy what is waiting for you enjoy slowly what slowly and painfully my name is Susan Olsen Susan Olsen Susan Olsen Susan Olsen they call me Cindy Susan Olsen Susan Olsen Susan Olsen I make America great again. Making America great. What a pathetic little cunt you are. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. 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 I'm living in that Martin. Enjoy. Susan Olsen, the biggest cunt, drops a pole to fuck you. Actually, Alex. We're gonna see what happens uh, <laughs> here. We're gonna bring up. Uh, we're gonna start with a little uh, West Coast gangster rap in the background, and we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. Here. God, I, I, I'm gonna love this already. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. <laughs> Is it going? It should be going. It should be, we should be hearing it. And I do, oh, can you put four up? Yep. There we go. Here, we'll start it over. Okay, here we go. Here we go. These are. Ariana Huffington is unattractive, both inside and out. What? I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. What? For a man? For a man? For a man? For a man? Arvton Huffington is unattractive. Both inside and out. I fully understand why her former husband left her for a man. He made a good decision. Making good decisions. 45, making good decisions. 45, are you still alive? Making good decisions. Meryl Streep. One of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood. What? Doesn't know me but attacked last night at the Golden Globes. Uh-uh. She's a Hillary flunky 
who lost big. She's a Hillary flunky, flunky. who lost big what? for the hundredth time. I never mocked a disabled reporter. Uh, 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 I would uh, never do that. Uh, I would never do that. Think uh, what? Simply showed him groveling when he totally changed a 16-year-old story that he'd written in order to make me look bad. <laughs> bad, sad. Just more dishonest media. Oh, Just fake news. Fake news. He made a good decision. Did we make a good decision? I said no. I didn't make a good decision. What if I don't like so good decision? What if I like? Can you imagine what outcry would be if Snoop Dogg's failing career and all had aimed and fired a gun at President Obama? How? Jail time. Jail time. Jail time. Negroes. Jail time. Jail time. Snoop Dogg. Oof, oof, oof. Any negative polls are just fake news. Just like CNN, ABC, embassy polls in the election. Sorry, people want border security and extreme vetting. Turn my mic up. Yeah. Want border security and vetting. For the five just must more dishonest media. Just more very dishonest media. Fake news. I will build a great wall. I will build a great wall. Whoa. And nobody builds walls better than me. I said nobody I builds walls better, better than, than me. me. Believe me. Believe that. I will build a great wall. A great wall. And no one builds walls better than me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. I will build a great wall. A great wall. Big great wall. Not China. And nobody builds walls better than me. Definitely not China, you see. I will build a great wall. A great wall. Believe me, and I'll build them very inexpensively. China. And I will make Mexico pay for that wall. Oh, Mexico gonna pay. Nah, not today. Fuck my words. Uh, not today. Fuck not my pay. words. <laughs> this, no. is, this is my favorite quote. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. Rape? What? No. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending the best. They're rapists. And they're criminals like the over office. And some, I assume, are good people. There we go. Oh. Yay! Yay! We did it again. We did it again. Oh, Another Tom, winner. Did uh, you know we some, were rapping? We, we aren't rapists. Rap we're rapists. We're rapists. We're rapists. The By the way, this is not. This was just all ben impromptu. Carson, today uh, with Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff. We're here for you. Oh, is it not? I put it in the wrong one. Dang it. There it goes. Now it's going. I put it in the wrong one. Just like. There we go. Oh. Progressives think he's an Uncle Tom. Mm, Uncle Tom. I'm, I'm not sure I agree that there isn't a fair amount of racism here. 
not too much racism. Uh, I said there's not not too much racism. Ain't no racism, boss. There, there is, but not where you'd expect it to be. Nope. It's mostly with the progressive movement who will look at someone like me. Nah, sir. And because of the color of my pigment, they decide there's a certain way that I'm supposed to think. And if I don't think that way, I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom's boss. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. And they heap all kinds of hatred on me. I'm an Uncle Tom. And they heap all kinds of hatred on you. And to me, that is racism. What? Me boss? No. There's not as much as you'd where you'd expect it to be. There is, but not where you'd expect it to be. And they look at my pigment and they decide there's a certain way I'm supposed to think. And if I don't think that way, I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. And they heap all kinds of hatred on you. And that, to me, is racism. 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 Uncle Tom. Racism. Uncle Tom. Racism. Uncle Tom. What if on D-Days our soldiers invading the beaches at Normandy had set their colleagues to be cut down, a hundred bodies laying in the sand, a thousand bodies laying in the sand? What if they had been frightened and turned back? Well, I guarantee you were frightened. I guaranteed you they were frightened, but they didn't turn back. They stepped over the bodies of their colleagues, knowing that in many cases they would never see the homeland of their loved ones again, and they stormed those Axis troops, and they stormed that beach, and they died. Why did they do that? They didn't do that for themselves. They did it for you, and they did it for me, and now it's our turn. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom, and they heap all kinds of hatred on you. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom with gifted hands. And they heap all kinds of hatred on you. So that, to me, is racism. 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 Uh, Uncle Tom. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nature. Nation. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I absolutely would not agree with that. I forgot I was black. I would not advocate that we put a Muslim in charge of this nation. I would certainly not agree with that. I forgot I was a nigga. <laughs> Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. And if you know, if and you know, if there's somebody who's of any faith, but they say things, and their life has been consistent with the things that will elevate this nation and make it possible for everybody to succeed and bring peace and harmony, oh, then I'm with that. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. I'm an Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom's slaves were tourists. Uncle Tom. Slaves were tourists. Slaves were immigrants. Coming over on the boat, making this world a better place. Obamacare is worse than slavery. Uncle Tom said. I'm an Uncle Tom on the worst things since slavery. Obamacare is really, I think, the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery. I've never been whipped before. Never been whipped before. <laughs> All right, we did it again. <laughs> yes. We did it again. Our mixtape. Kush money. It's happening. Hot, dirty pee and the sheriff coming at you. Yeah. Coming With at you. Some magic from Ivanka Trump. Women. Women who work. Women who work. She doesn't work, she doesn't work. Women who work.
Cause it's full of plagiarism The trump card in the first book Nothing in that either Women who work Women who work She has some work advice No matter what your age, your background, your education or your success We all are granted 168 hours a week Hours a week That's math that's is that a 24-hour daytime seven which equals 168 hours a week when do you sleep i got a nanny when do you sleep she's got a nanny and a child oh how do you build a world-class team first you have to find the right people thank you captain obvious 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 to fuck up a lot advice. Don't gossip, don't gossip, gossip about women who work. Trump card. Get the Trump card, don't buy her first burke either because she already has too much money. Too much money, don't buy the book to burn it. Go to the library and burn it from there. <laughs> Burn it all down We often don't realize That while we're waiting for our lives to begin They have already And they're made up of all the decisions we make Big and small Conscious or not Thank you Captain Obvious Women who work Women who work Women who work I am that nanny I could make enough as her nanny She probably pays $38 an hour To a service That's a lot of money Maybe, maybe she doesn't pay a service And it's just another Slovenian girl Hanging out in her house Women who work Women who work Nannies work Women who work Women who work Success is a team sport Success is a team sport from the perspective of others and it literally costs you nothing but I'll pay you lots of money to be my nanny my nanny while I'm at work I plagiarized and work I didn't write this novel either it's probably a ghost writer or it was me in a room with a tape recorder talking about myself how cool my life is my nice husband my dad he's really nice and my nanny some of my best photos of the kids were taken by my nanny during the day. And I'm sure in 10 years, I'll convince myself I took them. Because I, I take everyone else's work and make it my own. Plagiarism, women who work. <laughs> we okay, are we officially saying that Steve Bannon has a small penis? Yes. Is that what's happening? Yes. I always go to the dick. His master of spin, Mr. White House chief strategist in the Trump administration, 45's main liar, misogynist, racist, homophobe, Steve Bannon man, Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon man. Who is he? Oh, he's Steve, Steve Bannon man. He's Steve Bannon man. Oh, the most hateful. 
The most hateful quotes. Hey, that's nigger. Right, Bart is a hateful place. I couldn't share myself on oh. that. Uh. Gay rights have made us dumber, and it's time to get back in the closet. Hey, 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 hey. Steve, Steve, step in. Steve, 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 fan. Like a guard dog. Oh. Hoist it high and proud. The Confederate flag proclaims a glorious heritage. White is right. Oh. White is right. We're pretty racist against lots of things. Oh. Steve, 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 Bannon. Steve, 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 Bannon. Trannies whine about hilarious Bruce Jenner billboard. He's still calling them trannies. Oh, the misogyny, the homophobe, the transphobia. I can't believe it. Birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. I said birth control makes women unattractive and crazy. What? It makes you fat. It makes your voice unsexy. It makes you a slut. Because it's Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Big, big misogynist. Big, big hater. Right. Oh, uh. Suck it up, Buttercups. Dangerous faggot tour returns to colleges in September. I said, suck it up, Buttercups. Suck it up. Suck it up. Steve, 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 Steve Bannon. Bannon. Gotta hate the fags, gotta hate the Jews, gotta hate the ladies and all of yous. Suck it up, buttercups. Dangerous faggot tour returns to colleges in September because he's Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, 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 He's, he's all of it. He's all of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Why don't you just kill yourself? Mm-hmm. I got a gun right here and off yourself now. The solution to online harassment is simple. Women should just log off. They're screwing up the internet for men by invading every single space my we have mail, online mail, and ruining it with attention-seeking, needy, demanding, and touchy-feeling form of feminism. Because women belong in the kitchen. Because, yeah. And no birth control for you, bitch, be pregnant. There's no hiring bias against women in tech. They just suck at interviews. Oh, we don't know how to talk. Would you rather have your child have feminism or cancer? What the fuck does that mean? I really want Steve Bannon to get cancer. Yeah, he looks like he does. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Hey, nasty. Steve, Steve, Steve Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. World Health Organization report. Tranny's 49 times higher HIV rate. There's that word again. that he's a White House executive? Oh. <laughs> Did we mention Chico. he's maybe the second most powerful person in the United States? He's got the cold misogyny and racism. Racism and transphobia and homophobia. All that stuff. Mm. Yeah. Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, Steve Bannon. Hating ass nigga. We did it again! We do it every... We have gone without a chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin 
Give entertaining speeches. Have scandalous affairs. Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> this is Tusser Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time! Ah! What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you gonna work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Sunday, June 11th at Cobb's Comedy Club, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $16 for the All-State Heavyweight Comedy Showdown! 
hosted by Terry Dorsey, featuring some of the best comedians all over California from San Francisco, Pam Benjamin from Saratoga, Joey Avery, and all the way out of San Diego, Mike DeVore. Other comedians as well for only $16 at Cobb's Comedy Club, 915 Columbus Avenue. Go get your tickets for June 11th now. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the edge of insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitable. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, 
Regression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> this is Tuchel Matos with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you gonna work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side and best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com The Night Space brings you High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Sunday, June 11th at Cobb's Comedy Club, 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $16 for the All-State Heavyweight Comedy Showdown! Hosted by Terry Dorsey, featuring some of the best comedians all over California from San Francisco, Pam Benjamin from Saratoga, Joey Avery, and all the way out of San Diego, Mike DeVore. Other comedians as well for only $16 at Cobb's Comedy Club, 915 Columbus Avenue. Go get your tickets for June 11th now. 
tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the edge of insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for me five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke 
workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Top three cooking tips. One, if you're cutting an onion, remember to cry. Two, put mustard on your marshmallows after they've finished boiling in vinegar at a low temperature. Three, knives are not spoons.